Daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Robin, joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Hello. How are oh, you, I, I, I'm I'm up. What what's happening? Well, what's happening is we are on minute 164 of the movie Titanic, and in this minute, Titanic descends into the water, which I guess it's actually been doing for a really long time. Um, but. This it actually is real close to to being totally underwater. Um, so we it's see now a, it's now a submarine. Yeah, I, it's now a das boot. Um, I don't have much on this minute, but the most important thing I have is what happens at the beginning of this minute, and that What's is that? we see from Rose's point of view. Who do we see? But a character that we knew nothing about until we started this podcast. Helga. Helga is holding on. And she's just looking at Rose. And Rose just stares at her like, ah, bummer. (laughs) And we talked about about, this. We talked about this last week how it's really kind of weird that Rose has a moment of looking at Helga when Helga's been more or less cut out of the story, except for this. Yeah. Because in the final cut, is there. There's really. Are there any other scenes that linger on her? She doesn't have any lines for sure. So this is about it. This is her yeah. big scene. I mean, we have we have her. We see her a little bit when she's dancing with Fabrizio in the theatrical cut. And yeah, I like, guess that's true. And like in this, it just looks like Rose is just looking at a woman and like, you know, watching her fall. But now that we know more, she's looking at someone that she kind of knows and Jack for sure knows. She's looking at Fabrizio's girlfriend. Yeah, and they're just like Jack <laughs> like Jack could have maybe tried to to like, I don't know. I guess what else is he going to do? What what's he really going to do? But like they it's... just sort of both stare at her as she tumbles down. The final plinko chip. Look, J- Jack is busy saving Rose. He can't save everyone. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right. You're right. But it is, it is. I mean, if, if Fabrizio was there, he would have been horrified to see this. But he got steam stacked. Well, luckily he got hit in the head with an oar by Cal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we also see Jocelyn again. She Briefly, looks at him yeah. on the railing. Um, so, so we have that. And now the ship is just, you know, descending into the water. Uh, Jack sort of realizes that this is their chance and he's trying to like time the descent because as you know you mentioned before Duff he is a uh, expert at physics Um, and we have what maybe I feel like is the most surreal shot of the whole movie which is the Titanic from the back as it's like like about to disappear into the water and there's just people swimming around in the foreground yeah. Like just from like a standpoint of of like space. Like here's Jack and Rose like on the back of this like luxury liner. I mean, I, I you know, everything I'm saying is obvious, but it's still like interesting to think about that like this is the 
unsinkable, most amazing ship ever built. And here they are, like, holding on to the back of it on the other side of the ship, right? Like, you know, where you would not be normally uh, watching people fall and just trying to, like, you know, they're essentially the last ones uh, on the ship before. Rose, before. Rose finally got a good view of that propeller. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I see them now. <laughs> wow, they're big. There's two of them. Cracking in half. Um, and then, guys, I really don't have much on this. This minute ends with Jack telling Rose that the ship will suck them down and to take a deep breath when he says. And then that's it, guys. That's how this ends. Nothing else. Isn't yelling, this is it, kind of a weird thing to yell when you're sinking to your death? <laughs> like, um, I yell, this is it, when the, the roller coaster is about to go, like, t- down the big drop. I don't yell it when, like... <laughs> <laughs> the only thing keeping me from the icy deep is uh, starting its plunge. Do Do you actually yell that when you're in a roller coaster? No, but like I can this see is it. it. Like, yeah, like that's a that's an appropriate time to yell it. Just in case people can't see the track, this is it. This is what we're going to so drop. That, that, I guess that raises a good point. You know, for all you guess, Jack could Jack could mean that. Uh, <laughs> This is it means, well, we're going to die. We're going to drown. But Rose could mean that as, all right, Jack has a plan. What if Jack's plan is like, eh, all right, pop, pop I, I think my view. I, I think it's him sort of being like, all right, like, this is it on the ship. Like, this is our, this is, we don't get to be on a ship anymore. <laughs> it's the end of the cruise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are, uh, this is the end. This is it's like when you see the exit sign when you're on your way home, driving back from vacation. Oh, this yeah. is it. Yeah, well, that's true. That that I will say this is it on. The or only when time you're like I point to your destination. The only time I scream this is it is if I'm doing karaoke for Huey Lewis. <laughs> or if you're making love. Yes, when, also when I climax. <laughs> this is it. Can they hear you from the other side of the glory hall? <laughs> Might have to delete that one. <laughs> Damn drywall! No privacy. We killed Rob. Rob's dead that. now. I've, I've deleted that. Delete glory hole comment. Boo. I think you should keep. Man, <laughs> he should have yelled, uh, "This is us." <laughs> this is us. <laughs> The Wednesdays on NBC or whatever day that's on. <laughs> Is it on NBC? I don't know. Uh, I know it's on NBC. I don't know what day. Some some guy gets killed by a crockpot. When it says crockpot, he means a pot that's made to that's, that's designed to build crocks. He was trying to he was trying to make take his own rubber and make his own a crock pot. Crocs. The liquid inside of a crock pot looks like the stuff the Joker fell into. Yeah, that's how they make Crocs. <laughs> He's like, I'm not spending twenty five dollars for those shoes. I'll make my own Crocs. With my crock what I do, I, I turn it on in the morning, and when I get home from work, there's some Crocs ready for me. <laughs> Let's patent this. <laughs> Just put down some really bad schematics on a napkin and we'll submit it. <laughs> oh, man. Crockpot. <laughs> you just put the food color 
food that you want your croc to be. It's like making Come a jello. Home, you got some, yeah, you got your crocs. Hey, someone, how about our someone make Jello Jiggler crocs? Someone make Jello Jiggler crocs for the the party. <laughs> Jello Jiggler. I'll just take some old crocs and make Jello in them. Oh <laughs> God! Gross. Hey, how about our wreck of the week? Yeah, let's hear the wreck of the week, Joe. Oh, it's time for our Sam Kinison wreck of the week. Wreck! <laughs> Right, what's uh, everyone awake? <laughs> uh, this we, I got a good one for you guys. Uh, right. I wanted to get something that um, I wanted to go back to the 19th century. And I wanted to go with a different kind of vessel, and I hope that's okay. So, folks, this week, for our wreck of the week, <laughs> we've got a submarine wreck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if you guys have mentioned count? this. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Duff. There's tons of yeah. There's tons of submarine wrecks. But I mean, they're already underwater. I don't know if you guys, if I've mentioned this before on the air, but I I really like submarines. I find them very fascinating. When I was a kid, I really wanted that. You know, like when you're a kid, there's like, what do you want to do when you grow up? For a good year or two, my answer to that was that I wanted to um, work in submarines. Mm Hmm. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't do that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you went a different route. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you guys the story of the CSS HL Hunley. Okay. Uh, the, the, this the cascading style sheets. Uh, <laughs> I was going to, I was waiting to see who would do it first. Mirror and I don't even know yeah. if you'd actually put CSS on it because I that might only be for ships, but the HL Hunley is a uh, uh, notable no. uh, moment in uh, um, maritime uh, combat history. It is the first successful combat sub in world history, and it was from the uh, world famous Confederate Navy, <laughs> extremely successful uh, yep. group, the Confederate they, Navy. They they do good work. Uh, and I picked this one uh, partly because I wanted to get a different kind of vessel, partly because it's just a wonderful series of self-owns. And <laughs> I find the story of its fa- repeated failures extremely funny. So while it was the first successful combat sub, it was also a very mysterious wreck, which are also my favorite kinds of wrecks. So let me tell you its story. So first of all, it sank on uh, February 17th, 1864. And we'll come back to that day and what, what happened. And it was lost at sea f- until 1995. Wow. So okay. uh, they, they knew right where, approximately where it sank. They could never find it until 1995 when the National Underwater and Marine Agency uh, found it. And uh, if you've ever been to a grocery store, you've probably seen this guy's name. Clive Cussler, author. Yeah. He uh, actually founded the National Underwater and Marine Agency. Uh, and he uh, has found like 60 shipwrecks through them, but largely due to his funding. Uh, so he also writes nonfiction books about those findings, but you mostly know him probably from his other fiction from books his, that you from find his in paperbacks about, yeah. about Nazi gold or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, 
I feel like there's a lot. He has a couple books about sunken Nazi gold that they're trying to find. That is a, a something he comes back to often. Uh, I found this really funny because uh, he started writing in 1965 when his wife took a job working nights. So after making this is from Wikipedia, after making dinner for the children and putting them to bed, he had no one to talk to and nothing to do. So he decided to start <laughs> writing. <laughs> so basically, if, if if this was 2018, it would be so he decided to start posting. Yeah, and it's like or every other person who learns how to use Twitter. Yeah. Um, so he uh, also loves to find shipwrecks, and the so the sub was found in '95, and they actually recovered it in August of the year 2000. And you can find it in a museum in North Charleston, South Carolina now, okay. if you want to see the sh- uh, see the sub. Okay, so let's go through its history. So it was actually designed and built by H. L. Hunley. It's named after. And it sank three times. Oh, no. <laughs> so That's the first really time. three too many times. Yeah, you, you, you want to build something and have it sink zero times. It, ideally, yep. Ideally, that's the case. This sank three times. So the first uh, time, uh, they were about to... Uh, so the really, they, what they wanted to do with the sub, what the Confederate Navy wanted to do, was bust up the blockade of Charleston. So the idea was we build the submarine, and we can send it out to these ships that are blockading the port there, and attack them, sink them, and bust through this blockade. So before they could leave for their first attack, it sank, and five of the eight crew members died. Oh man! <laughs> they st- sank they, for how? They, they couldn't figure out how. <laughs> they couldn't figure out why it sank. There's two theories. One is that the portholes on on it were open while it was docked, oh, God. and a passing <laughs> ship, ship's wake, the waves from it went into the portholes, and the water got inside of it, and it sank. Oh, no. <laughs> the other theory is that a different passing ship's mooring lines were dragging behind it, and it got tangled up with the submarine and just pulled it down. Oh, man. <laughs> Did it have a screen door on it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so five of eight of the crew members died. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Okay. So that's that's one. So they pulled it up uh, with some chains, and the second time, it was now Hun- Hunley had given the sh- the sub to the Confederate Navy. He heard about this and was upset, so um, he demanded to, to kind of be in charge of the sub again, and then he planned a demo. So there's a ship in the harbor, and this is surprising. The name of this ship surprises me because. The Confederates are known for their tolerance, but they named this ship the <laughs> CSS Indian Chief. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> so they, Hunley they, uh, said, I'm gonna, we're going to take that sub out there. It's going to sink. It's going to submerge on this side of the Indian Chief and will reemerge on the other side. This submarine is going to go under the ship. Wouldn't that be cool? Think about this. 1860s, this is happening. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to... I don't want to interrupt, but I uh, I really enjoy the Monitor, which is uh, the first ironclad ship, which is about like two or three years before that. And like similar idea where it was like, what if we do this? How could this work? And it's wild. And like to think that a few years later they're trying submarines out is yeah. pretty wild. Well, here's what happened. It chugged out there towards the Indian chief. It submerged. <laughs> and it never came back up. Oh, <laughs> 
again a for effort <laughs> so what they 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 about a little over three weeks later they were able to go out there and find it and recover it but bad weather delayed the re- the rest of the recovery effort. So it was down there for like uh, I think like twenty three or twenty four days. Did everyone How die? Deep? Everyone How died. Deep was it this time? Oh my it was God. in the harbor. Uh, it was in the Charleston Harbor. So it, it couldn't have been like deep enough for some big ships to be in there. Deep enough to drown. But so the so they they pulled it up, and they looked at the sub, and the uh, forward ballast tank valve was open. So basically, when they went down water started rushing in through this valve that was supposed to have been closed and never was they didn't read and they, the manual and, and they found yeah. uh, they found all the crew members in there they'd been drowned for over three weeks and they also found the wrench that was supposed to be used to close that valve before it left the port at like somewhere on the bottom of the submarine somewhere and they think that Hunley himself forgot was supposed to close that valve and forgot to do it or didn't do it and they weren't really sure what happened was he on the ship? Need, need no, he was not on the ship. Okay. Um, or on the on the submarine, but yeah. Um, no, he was he was not uh, on the submarine, but um, he. Oh, I'm sorry, he was on the uh, submarine. My mistake. Oh. That's right. That that's why they didn't know if he screwed it up or not, because uh, his lungs were full of water and he was dead. <laughs> so. Uh, so General Beauregard is, is in kind of in charge of the efforts in Charleston Harbor, and um, it created, <laughs> believe it or not, quite a stir. <laughs> and uh, the um, the by this point, the Union ships knew that the Confederates had this submerging ship, so they started doing countermeasures and hanging ropes and chains over their sides. So if something got close to it, they would hear it, see it hit the ropes or or you know move them. So basically, they all their techniques to um, to to try to detect a, an approaching submarine became sort of the basic for basis for all future anti-submarine countermeasures. Like a lot of the stuff they did, um, sort of inspired what we do to well, what we did for a long time to find and and keep away subs. So it's, he could. It's pretty he, wild. Look at the the. The uh, Civil War overall bad, but a lot of maritime progress was made during that time between uh, the Confederates and the Unions. Because like you have the first ironclads during this time, where they actually like were like, "What if we took? What if ships weren't made of wood? Can we make a you know an yeah. iron ship that 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 mm-hmm. sails?" And then like uh, the Confederates had the CSS Virginia, which was like was like a wood ship, but they just like essentially put iron on it. And essentially, like turn that engine ironclad, and the monitor was like all built in iron, and now you have submarines, like a real arms race. So go ahead, sorry, Joe. No, it's okay. Um, so uh, the this sub actually also had a hand crank propeller. So there. Um, yep. So they the the <laughs> the crew on the boat bo- on the boat had to like sort of propel it forward with their own power. It didn't have like an engine or anything, which makes sense if you think about it. Uh, just that's a quick aside. All right, so the um, it sunk twice now, and there's you know some pressure like to put in service to try again. Confederate uh, General Beauregard was reluctant to put it back into service, and he wrote as a quote, "It is more dangerous to those who use it than to the enemy." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it had enough believers that it could break the blockade. That they're like, all right, we'll we'll try it again. So. The Hunley tries to approach with stealth. And so what it could do, it would have all these portholes on the top of the ship. 
and you could close them with these iron latches so then it would be and you could go in all in blackout mode so none of the, the light from the candle inside the submarine could be seen from the outside but you had to keep one open at least so the person steering it could see so the theory is that somebody uh they're not sure exactly how, but probably someone on the um on the ship they were attacking uh saw the uh, light from it the, uh, and this is the USS Housatonic Housatonic excuse me and they must have seen a light or a reflection off the glass on that or something so they immediately uh, started shooting at it with guns not like big ship guns but like the sailors ran out with rifles and stuff and started sure. shooting at it and the, they're all just bouncing off of it um, and it does get close enough to the ship the torpedo explodes and the uh tonic sank and uh five of the 115 crew members died and then that's sinking that's the first time a sub ever sank a ship successful attack oh and then the uh hl hunley was never seen again until it was uh, until it was discovered in 1995 so then how did it sink well third time um, Basically, and this took a long time to figure out, the theory for a while was that like maybe another ship ran into it during the rescue effort because when it was found, it had holes in it. But then as they've done more research into the wreckage, they've realized that those holes came from just erosion and wear and tear at the bottom of the sea. It didn't come from an impact of any kind. And it looks like they died the same way that many people die in the video game Worms. They were too close to the explosion when they blew up the other ship, and all of the sailors inside the submarine were knocked out from the explosion. Oh, my God. And then uh, it just sort of, they, <laughs> it just sort of sank, just drifted oh down God. to the bottom of the sea. Oh, my God. So probably by the time, if they ever did come to again, it probably, um, was full obviously it was too late. It was filled with, well, it was filled with, I, I don't think it was filled with water really. It was just had an, it was submerged enough and just kind of drifted down to the bottom of the sea and they probably ran out of air. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they, they did some research and they figured out that the torpedo was probably only 20 feet away from the sub when it blew up on that speared spar thing that was sticking out of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so basically they got too they were too close to the ship when it blew up and they killed themselves. So all three times it sank just cell phones. That's incredible. The night they drove old Dixie down <laughs> and all the people were singing and said la na 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 Man, well So I'm I, I'm laughing because the Confederacy is bad. And uh, it's. I think it's probably good that they died. Sorry, that's offense. Uh, but anyways, what they were fa- when they found the wreckage, their skeletons were still in there, and all of them were just still just sitting in their seats, like nothing was wrong. Yeah. So that's what uh, some of the evidence comes from. That they probably were knocked uh, unconscious. Um, and the um, the, and this is uh, came from a study that Duke University did, in, and they released their findings in 2017 that they think they suffered from what they called uh, blast lung, where the shock wave from the explosion instantly ruptures the blood vessels in your lung and your brain. So they probably just died instantly. 
And that's oh. why when their skeletons were found, there's no damage to their skeletons because it would be all soft tissue damage, which obviously would have decomposed. But they also weren't like you could tell they weren't in a panic or anything because they're just like sitting in their seats. So the first football players. <laughs> Can I just say that uh, looking for lost shipwrecks is the only recreational activity I support from billionaires? because yeah. otherwise they're just doing no good like all these idiots like elon musk and jeff bezos instead of you know building killer robots or you know uh, launching rockets with their, away, just well the nice thing about elon musk is that instead of keeping one more car down here to kill its passengers he launched it out into space where it can't hurt anybody so thank you to him for that but he could also he should probably <laughs> but, just stop making them to begin with but like Paul Allen, the Microsoft guy, he found the USS Indianapolis and some other wreck and just billionaires, just go find shipwrecks. It's That's something I support. Yeah, I'd say build shipwrecks or try to like cure diseases or something. And instead of uh, building awful cars or rockets or starting charter schools or whatever, that stuff doesn't or, help. Or funding Nazis running for higher office. Uh, yes. I'm going to say that's bad, too. Uh, if you are going to work with Nazis, I would suggest you put them in a submarine and then have an explosion occur 20 feet away from them so they <laughs> die and sink to the bottom of the sea. All right. Well, that was this week's... What is it called again, Joe? What's uh, this? This uh, Thanks to the estate of Sam Kinison for sponsoring the record. Wait! All right. Good times. <laughs> and uh, if you want to learn more about stuff, not just... Uh, not just the wreck of the week, but other things that we talked about this week, you should sign up for our newsletter curated by our own Heart of the Ocean Caroline at titanicminute.com slash newsletter. All right, guys, let's uh, let's get some rest. Tomorrow tomorrow we got, uh, we got a happy hour episode. We're going out after work, baby. Yeah, happy hour. We'll be back tomorrow. Um.